I'm Megan. I'm Colin. And this is Pet Sitter Sitter Confessional. Confessional. An open and honest discussion about life as a pet sitter. Hello, welcome to episode 225. Hello. Today we're going to talk all about the holiday season, which is coming upon us. Whether you like it or not, whether you're ready or not, it is coming. We really want to thank our Patreon supporters for making today's show possible. If you want to learn more about what that is, how much that is a month, and all that comes along with it, you can go to PetSitterConfessional.com forward slash support. And also, if you are looking to get CPR certified and first aid trained in pets, you can go to ProTrainings.com and they have a whole slew of trainings and certifications you can take. And if you want to get 10% off, you can use the code CPR dash pet sitter confessional. It is the end of October, which means the holiday season is just around the corner. And if you're like us, you're already booking up fast. Now, fortunately, there is still plenty of time to start getting some things in place so that it's not as chaotic and crazy and uh, full as it could possibly be. And there are actually several areas that we can be working on right now to make things just a tiny bit less stressful for us. Things like scheduling, communication, maybe even looking into staffing, and then that big question that we always have, gifts. For our personal pet business, we are anticipating a lot of holiday travel this year, and we already are almost booked up for New Year's and Christmas and Thanksgiving as well. So compared to last year, we feel like it's really going to be We're going to be bombarded with requests Mm -hmm. with all the new pet owners out there who couldn't travel last holiday or didn't want to. Now they can and are ready and they have all these new pandemic puppies and they are ready to get out there. (laughs) Well, and as with most things in the world, when it comes to preparing, we have to start with our communication. We need to be sending out email reminders, social media reminders, updating our website and our Google My Business listing to book now to be sending out those reminders that we have limited spots available, that we can't cover everybody for all things, and that that's okay. But to start getting that message of limited resource, limited time, limited slots, start promoting those right now. Yeah, the holidays will be crazy. You will be booked. You will have people trying to book you at the last minute. That always happens. Inevitably, somebody is trying to book you for Christmas on Christmas Eve. You will also probably have people cancel or extend their trip as their plans change because of COVID. So get people on your schedule now. Have your book filled for the rest of the year by the end of this month. Figure out how many spots you have for each service and don't take any more than your max capacity. <laughs> really, <laughs> write that number down for each service. You know, you if you want to do eight drop-ins per day, you will take no more than eight or whatever the number is. But that's a really easy way to curb burnout, especially when everybody is overrun during the holidays. Don't take on any more than you are capable or want to handle. So know that number now so you won't go over it and so you'll hold yourself accountable and stick with it. Well, I think it's really important too because sometimes we may look at our max capacity and go, oh, I can flex this a little bit. I may go up above upon this just for this first couple days. But when we're looking at the holiday season, it's not just for a couple days. It's for weeks and weeks on end. It's Thanksgiving and it's Christmas and it's New Year's. It's this very long, protracted series of very busy season for us. So going up to 150 max capacity for you for four or five weeks at a stretch is really unhealthy and it's a really great way 
to get yourself burned out. So by looking ahead and putting that max capacity out, that's really hard. We're, what we're saying, what we're saying here, it's it's actually not easy. We're saying look at your schedule, cap the number of visits that you want to do, so that you still have peace, balance, that you're able to pay your bills, and you're still able to meet the needs of your clients. Take all of that into effect into account, and make sure that you are still able to enjoy that time, and you're still going to be doing a really good job with your business. But this means that you will be saying no to people, right? Like that is the caveat here. You can say yes to X amount of people, but after that, you have to say no. And that's the biggest line of defense that you have going into the busy time is the word no, which is a complete sentence. Communicate your limited spots and availability to everyone and then stick to it when you hit your max. I think Natasha has sent out an email in the past of saying, I have six spots left. And then when somebody else books, I have five, five spots, spots left. I have four spots, spots left. Like, come on, people. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. When we're talking about trying to manage the chaos and what we're trying to do is limit the amount of juggling that we have to do for last minute booking requests. Now, those still may come in. But as you said earlier, Megan, the more we can have our books filled and our schedules filled right now, the more streamlined we'll be going forward because we can just put out that blanket statement. We are fully booked for all services from this time to this time. And then you don't even have to worry about it. Imagine what kind of peace and stillness that could give in your life if you knew your entire schedule and you were just going to say to nobody, you're going to say no to anybody who tried to contact you above and beyond that. Obviously, there are emergencies and things that you may have to try and fit in. We're not saying to just ignore everything entirely. But having that peace of mind of things already being set going into the holiday season is a really good thing to have for your mental health. It's also important to comb through your policies and your procedures now to make sure that they are protecting you. So do you have an appropriate cancellation policy in place? That is probably going to happen and you don't want to be left in the lurch or left with no money for somebody that cancels the day before when it's a busy holiday season and you could have filled their spot with somebody else. It's a very busy time and it may be good to have people give deposits. We do a 50% deposit or a full payment ahead of time so you don't waste your time if they cancel or change their plans. I also like this idea because having money in your pocket at the immediate time when somebody books and as soon as they book makes it easier to say no to the next person who tries to book after you hit your max because you already feel that money in your pocket. It is very real. When you keep booking people and booking people and they haven't paid yet and they haven't paid yet, technically you haven't made any money. And so it starts to fill this urge and this need that you're not busy enough, that you're not making enough money, that you don't have enough coming in. So in Unless you have a really good handle on exactly how much money is coming in, having them to put a deposit down either half or full is a really great way to help you know how much money you have and how much money you need and helps balance out that reaction to always take on more people because you feel like you need more. Another important aspect to think about, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere, is inclement weather. And we recommend that the client provide a local emergency contact that can help in case the weather turns. A lot of times when we have the clients fill out our digital meet and greet, they will put down themselves as a, an emergency contact. <laughs> not helpful. <laughs> no, it's really not. Or they'll, if it's the wife, they'll put down their husband. Again, not helpful if they're traveling together. So make sure it's somebody local who can pick up the dog or pick up the cat or whatever, or who can come in and stay at the house if you are not able to get there. 
And then obviously monitor the weather and keep clients updated on your arrival time when things look a little dicey and have those policies in place. Is there a point at which you will not provide a drop-in if there is a foot of snow on the ground or whatever? If your car is not up to that, make sure that you have that in your contract that you will not provide service if you know the school, your local school is not in session or whatever the case may be. A common question that comes up during this time of year is whether to charge more for a holiday visit or not. This is totally and 100% up to you. We know people who charge an additional holiday fee. We charge an additional holiday fee. We also know people who don't and do just fine. We know some people who do a slight variation on this, where instead of doing like a 30-minute visit, they'll do a 15 or 20-minute visit but for the same price. So they're kind of getting paid more for the visit and they've never really had a problem with this. Uh, It really is something that you need to work out for your business to figure out what's fair to you, fair to your clients and really what your business needs to survive. There's no right or wrong answer here and we truly believe that, that if you want to charge an extra five, 10, $15 for the holiday visits, that that is totally within your right as the business owner to do that. It's a very busy time of year. There's a lot of constraints and pressures placed on you as the business owner. And if that that extra pay helps you, then do that. If you don't think that's fair to your clients and you want to keep your prices the exact same, that's totally fine as well. This is a point of discussion that comes up an awful lot. So we would like to hear your feedback on whether you have holiday prices or not and how it's worked out for you. Higher prices during the holiday season is also a good way to help limit the amount that gets put on your plate. When we talk about trying to manage our time and our schedule and our sanity, we need to be saying physically no to people. But by raising prices, we are also raising the bar on the people who will be coming and using our service and limiting the amount of inquiries that we get. That's been a helpful thing for us. And I know it's been helpful to many other people as well. So that's something else to consider as this we're talking about this episode, ways to handle the stress and ways to handle and making sure that we still have uh, are protecting our mental health through through the holiday season. If you do feel like you don't want to say no to people, if that's a hard thing for you to do. Welcome to the club. Hi, hi. hi. If you feel that's something that you just don't want to do, you may consider hiring seasonal workers for dog walks, for drop-ins. And a pro to this can be that more people are willing to work for just a couple of months. You see other industries do this all the time, like retail. Macy's hires, you know, the Santa for just a few months. They hire extra workers to keep up with the demand. A ton of other industries do this. So why not pet care? Why don't we hire more Santa dog walkers? That's a good question. Okay, well, that's not what I was saying. That's what I heard. (laughs) (laughs) But it is something you have to balance if you want to hire seasonal workers, because if you do have other staff that are year round, it may stress them out with all of the training that they may have to do and people coming and going. It also may stress you out when you're trying to get your walks and your drop-ins done while also having to train a new person. So do it if it makes sense for the goals in your business. We're not saying seasonal workers are right for every business, but it may be something to consider. And then we talked about burnout a little bit earlier, but 
figure out when you are going to celebrate the holidays. Mm -hmm. This is a great way to curb that burnout. This year, we are taking off the weekend before Thanksgiving to celebrate with our family. And we posted about it to clients in several places. And unfortunately, (laughs) we still have requests coming in for that time. Not surprising. The best way to book up your schedule is to try and take time off. It's guaranteed to work every single time. Yeah, it's going to happen. So just stick with the dates that you choose. The clients will still be there when you get back. Enjoy the vacation, enjoy the time off, but just make time for you. And whatever that looks like, if that's half of a day, if that's a full weekend, if that's just a few hours, whatever you need to do to carve out time for you to take a step back, whether that's friends or family, however that looks like to do, we want to encourage you to be able to celebrate those times and those occasions when you can, if that's something you're able to do. If you've listened to the news at all lately, there are talks of supply and gift constraints. So think about gifts that you want to give your clients now. It's a great time. We're a couple months from it and you can set them up and just have them sitting ready to go. Uh, Some say that their service is enough of a gift and that's a very good point. We provide an extremely valuable service, life-giving service year-round to their pets and to the owner in a passionate, dedicated manner. And if you feel that way, again, It's totally fine. We're not saying that everybody needs to go out and get a gift for their client because it's not needed. Now, others would like to get some sort of small gift for their client, and maybe others would get a big gift for their best clients or a small number of gifts for everybody. And you can look at the clients and how much they've paid you over the year and see, oh, this one's paid me you know, $5,000 over the year, and this one's paid me $2,000. What's a $5 candle if I were able to get that to them or something along those lines? You can judge what constraints you have to figure out what's going to be the best gift for them. And obviously, you don't want to be spending money just to waste money on some random gifts. So there are some things that we can do to make the most of that. Well, and if possible, try to support local. Amazon gets enough business this time of year and all throughout the year. So (laughs) if possible, try to partner with local businesses. We asked in our Sitter Confessionals Facebook group, and it seems like a lot of sitters already do support local, so that's great. Some of the ideas for gifts that they had were getting treats from a local dog deli or a dog bakery or someone who makes bandanas. There are a ton of other gift ideas, though. You can just mail a seasonal card. Yes, snail mail is still a thing. Clients love receiving a handwritten message from their sitter. Or you could do a personalized calendar with pictures of their dog if you want to splurge a little bit. And another great idea is poop bags, because who doesn't need poop bags? Hey. (laughs) Everyone poops. There's a book. book. It's true. I read it in a book. (laughs) Another sitter said that she gives $10 off a visit. And... Not a, you know, not as much cash is in your bank account with that one, but also not as much plastic waste where the client may not want a gift necessarily. And so $10 off a visit is better for them. You may also consider giving a donation. And this is great for those clients that maybe have everything or, or the ones that you just don't know what to get. Last year, we donated to the Humane Society of the U.S. for our clients, and they really seemed to appreciate it, especially since many of them had adopted their own dogs from shelters. And as we wrap up this holiday discussion, it's never too early to start thinking about preparing for the new year. Yes, preparing right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, because it is going to get very busy in the next few weeks, and then the new year is going to be here. You know, typically, at least for us, January and February are slower months for pet sitting and dog walking. So if you want to take some time off in January or February, let people know now. I know a lot of sitters use that time to take a week-long vacation to the beach. Or go to the Texas Pet Sitters Conference in February this year. Yep, there you go. If you want to keep your book full during that typically slow down time, start advertising now. Figure out what services you want to start the year off strong with and put out ads that reflect that. If you want more dog walks or daycares as people go back to work after the holidays, put out ads that have that kind of language and target those that are working. You know, the best time to market and advertise your business is during busy times because there is more demand and more people will see your ad. Your ad will be in front of more eyeballs or if you are sharing it to Facebook groups, more people will be home looking for scrolling on Facebook and and seeing your ad. So during the slow months, typically January and February, there will be lots of other sitters and walkers vying for the attention of pet owners. That's when, you know, we have lots of time to devote to advertising and getting our name out there. But get out in front of everyone now so that they know you are there once they need you come January and February. And while you may not have availability anymore over the holidays, or maybe you do, but you can put them on a wait list or let them know that you'll be able to take them on as a client starting January 2nd or whenever your super busy holiday season is over. And I know people may worry about putting clients on a wait list. That is a concern that I have from time to time, but the wait lists are perfectly fine. Does it mean you'll convert 100% of those people back to active services when you can? No. But it does mean you can keep their contact information and stay in touch with them. So it's another touch point. It's another service that you can try and add on and continue to communicate to them from time to time. Well, and if you have their email address, if you send out a weekly or monthly or quarterly newsletter, you can add them to that and they will still be kept in the loop as you, as you update that newsletter. We would love to know how your holiday season is looking if you are going to take the holidays off. You say, no, not this year. I'm not going to deal with that. Or if you have a set number already that you're already booked for. Or if you are just starting to see the request roll in now. I know every sitter is different and across the country and parts of the world are different. So hopefully you can make the holidays exactly what you want it to be and not get burned out. Natasha O'Banion is back for another Ask a Pet Biz Coach segment this week. And this week, she answers the question, what book is she reading right now? Yeah, so I'm reading The Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits talks about your daily preparation. Like they say, like we talked about earlier, they say starting the day with little habits to success, putting it in the air. So I love reading that book. I'm also reading Excellent Wins. It's based on the Ritz-Carlton theory. So I know all of us want to provide excellent service to our clients. Guess what? The Ritz-Carlton provides excellent top-notch service nationwide. How amazing is that? I'm not calling them. I'm not texting them. I don't know their whole life story. But these guys are pulling off amazing top-notch service, industry-tiered nationwide. So I like to read excellent ones based off of the Ritz-Carlton way. I'm also reading Rachel Rogers' We All Deserve to be Millionaires. Because I think of a lot of us have mindset blocks on making a lot of money and doing a lot of good impact. And she really talks about the more money we make gives us more opportunities to help more people. 
think about all the rescues that may need funding or, or dogs that need assistance around the world or cats need assistance. If we had that money, we're like, listen, guys, I'm doing well. Here's a percentage of our business that we can give to you to make a difference. So she really helps us with our mindset blocks on what it means to make more money for our for our, for the world, not for us. Of course, I can say, hey, I don't need this amount of money to live. Well, that's selfish. I'm not making money just for me to live. I'm making money to make an impact. And that's what that book talks about. When you're reading a book, how do you start applying these things or or get yourself in the mindset of, of learning and being receptive to new ideas? Yeah, anytime you're listening, like if you're listening to this podcast, you want to take action on the small things. So instead of reading a book, you know, all the way through first to end, read the first chapter and implement that. The first chapter talks about, hey, just in the morning routines, stop. Go ahead and write out a morning routine. Second chapter talks about how to not internalize things. Stop. Think about ways in your life where you have internalized things and you want to make it better. So now when those things happen, you're like, no, I actually read something about this. And when these areas of my life come up, I'm going to implement these practices. So do it little bit by little bit. I think I think we, we consume way too much information. Then we go back and try to implement. And we forgot what happened in chapter one and two. So do it little bit by little bit. Oh, I like that because many times we can start becoming overwhelmed or we try and take notes and we put it down somewhere. But I think the slow digestion of material does really help us apply it to situations as they come up. Yeah, taking action is the big thing. I mean, we all can be information grabbers forever. I mean, that's what we do. We take information, information, but it's really the the 2% that really implement. And that's really the difference between them and us. We all have the same exact information. They just did something. We are still waiting on it. A little bit by a little bit. If you'd like to work one-on-one with Natasha, you can do so at her website, startscalesale.com, and use the code PSC20 for 15% off her coaching. And we appreciate you taking the time to listen to this today. We hope that you really are able to make the best of the holiday season, whether you're able to work through it all, whether you get some time that you carve out for yourself, whatever that looks like for you, we really encourage and we're rooting for you to make it the best one yet. And if you ever have any topic suggestions or specific people you would like us to interview, you can let us know on Facebook or Instagram at Pet Sitter Confessional. We love hearing new sitter stories and getting to learn from others' journeys and experiences. Yeah. And if you go, oh, maybe you don't know somebody who you'd like to be interviewed, but you would like to be interviewed, still reach out to us. Yes, we would love to hear from you. If you're the best recommendation, we want to hear from you. We hope you join us next time. Bye. I'm <laughs> sorry.